welcome to Conversation Matters. How can I help you? Oh yes, of course. You're right on time. Did you bring your prescription? I'll need to verify some of the information on it. Perfect. Thank you. Let's see. Alternate ideas for Christmas? Yes, that's going to be a good conversation. Absolutely. Here, I'll just give the prescription back to you. You'll need to take it when you go in. Your certified conversationalist is ready if you want to go back. Yeah, just go right through that door. Thank you. Oh, hello. Come on in. Come on in. Yes, I just got back from vacation. Mm-hmm. Did you have a good holiday? Oh, Thanksgiving is wonderful, isn't it? I love Thanksgiving. Just getting together with my with my kids. Uh, well, you know, I have the uh, adult children, and uh, I still have a 17-year-old daughter. Mm-hmm. I know. Uh, I, I really enjoy my... Um, well, I consider my one son is not married yet, but um, I consider both girls like my daughters practically. They've been together for so long. My, I do have one daughter-in-law. Mm -hmm. My oldest son is married, and my younger son has the most wonderful girlfriend. Um, and we really do consider, I told her, in fact, my wife and I both told her just Sunday. We got together for our Thanksgiving a little late because I, you know, I was on vacation. And we told her how much we care about her and think of her as our, our own daughter, um, even now. Seriously. Well, you know, when you have somebody in your life that takes care of your son, they've dated on and off since high school. They had their rough patches, but they, they grew up and they um, matured. They came back together and they've been together for, gee whiz, 10 years now probably. You, uh, <laughs> She's been on vacation at least twice with my family. And a total angel, oh, very good to my son. You're good to my kids. You're good to my wife. Well, then you're okay with me. <laughs> you could understand that. <laughs> yes. Oh, my vacation was wonderful. Um, but you know, when you take vacation so close to Christmas, uh, do you know what I'm? You know where I'm going with this? You know, I didn't break the bank. We actually spent a lot less than we thought we would. It wasn't as expensive in Europe as I was afraid of, you know, with the money transfer and the, um, you know, uh, the exchange rate and everything, it actually was fairly reasonable because even though you're, you know, you might be paying more for something, you, you, you seem to get more and the quality was all really nice. The food was great. And we only ate like we would sit down and get like, a, we didn't all get a meal. We'd sit down and get like try a couple different um, meals and different types of food and then we you know sample and grab some stuff and then we would just get up and run we were running around so much in uh, Europe that uh, the food was like almost secondary to the experience of just tasting different things and, and enjoying the culture mm -hmm. oh I know when I go to England give me oh, give me fish and chips let me walk in a a fish store, walk right up, order fish and chips, and I'm the happiest man in the world. <laughs> we we got a half 
portion of uh, fish and chips and a whole portion of fish and chips. My wife and my daughter couldn't eat the whole portion together. The The fish is amazing, and it's so fresh. It's like, I, I used to fish a lot when I was younger, and there is nothing better than filleting, you know, the, the, the fish, especially like walleye or crappie or, um, you know, even white bass. And you get those fillets right out of the lake, and you, you fry them up or cook them, broil them in the oven, and the fish is so flaky and just comes apart. And, you know, to get that fresh right out of the uh, ocean, right out of the lake, you know, Lake Erie is like an ocean to us in Ohio where I live. It's just an amazing thing. And then you get, you know, fish at the store, and it's like frozen patties. And it's good. It's good. We we get decent fish in Ohio, even though, it, you know, we don't live on the coast. But it just doesn't compare to going to like, um, you know, like if you go to South Carolina or Florida. Um, I'm, I remember one time years ago, we went to Louisiana, and the shrimp and the fish down there, the catfish and the shrimp, just taste like candy, practically. It's so fresh and light, and it's got a creaminess to the meat, and the texture's so delicious. It's, it's almost like not eating meat. It's like eating... To, I, I really do compare it to eating candy. When, you, when you've had nasty, dry, stale, frozen fish, and then you get the fresh stuff, you know, just an abundance of it on the coast, anywhere in the United States, it's so different. And, and I know I'm going on and on about fish and everything, but I could go to English and never step foot in a restaurant. The whole time I was there, I had more fun going down the street, and you'd see a, a, a fish shop, fish and chip shop, and I would run in there if it was time for dinner or lunch. We would get a little bit of fish and chips and all share and taste it, and every time I got an order of fish and chips, I always said, this is the best I've ever had. And my family agreed. We were like, this is the best fish and chips we've ever had. It was so amazing. I know it's silly. Well, I I think I told you, but maybe I didn't tell you that um, I told my daughter, well, this trip, since it was around Thanksgiving, we were just going to treat it as an early Christmas. They had the Christmas decorations up, Christmas villages all over Germany. We were in Germany for a short time. And, oh my goodness, the German people, they love Christmas like they do in the United States. And they are amazing. The shops, the open shops all over, the street vendors, all the... The, the treats and the decorations and the ornaments. It was just, Germany is so lovely. There's a certain feel to Germany that is so American, and, the, and in America is so German. We really are brothers and sisters, the Germans and the English and and f- the French. We, we really need to understand that we're not that different. Mm-hmm. And there's so many similarities, and the Germans just... I really admire how they go crazy about Christmas like we do here in the United States. And in England, they're a little more reserved. They're just now starting with the Black Friday stuff over in Europe. America's trying to export the great Black Friday sales (laughs) to um, Europe. And they were pointing it out. My my friends were pointing it out to me in different shops in um, England and uh, Europe. And uh, I don't know, it, it gave me a tinge, a twinge of like... That's not really... We're exporting that. (laughs) The United States could export so many things, but that's what we're exporting? Black Friday sales? (laughs) 
I was a little taken back by it all. I saw a little bit of America in the shop windows as I walked through the streets of Europe. <laughs> and it probably wasn't the part I wanted to see. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. It was, it was wonderful. And the weather was, I knew going in November, the weather wasn't going to be the greatest, but my wife and my daughter loved to shop, and you can do shopping anytime. And uh, the temperature was quite comfortable for all the walking and running around we did. We walked like five, five to seven miles a day, honestly. And, oh my gosh, I, all the fish and chips I was eating, you'd think I would have gained weight. And I had, uh, you know, little treats here and there and candy and cookies whenever I decided to. I actually lost a lot of weight because we were sweating to the oldies. We were running up and down the streets of those old cobblestone streets in England and just, uh, my goodness, we, we had a wonderful time. I want to go back. I, I really do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and my daughter basically got to shop unrestricted, you know, get what you want. It's Christmas. And she was thrilled because she's 17. And I'll tell you a secret. Your kids get, you know, your kids are little. My kids had all the, you know, the Hot Wheels and the toys and the train sets and the video games and all that stuff. I had to get the newest video game system. You had to get the special games that they wanted for the Nintendo or the, um, and they moved on to the um, Xbox and they had uh, the Sony PlayStation. They had them all. They drove me nuts with all that garbage. And they actually grew out of all that, which was really nice because I'm not a big video game guy myself. So it was nice to see my children kind of grow out of that and kind of lose interest in it and get other interests and other things that they were more interested in. And as they got older, it got really hard. We, we would have those grand Christmases, you know, with the, the presents all over the place and just a ridiculous amount of money spent. And it was just silly, you know, silly money being spent and... You had to keep topping yourself every year. And it was always good when you had that year with the bicycles because bikes are so big, you know, and the kids are so, they come out and see that bicycle there and they just freak out. So, and then, you know, the other ones that are exciting is when, you know, they had the new game system and um, you got the new Nintendo 64. It was a big deal. That was a big Christmas. The kids were so happy. But, uh, you can't keep topping yourself. And when the time your kids get to be teenagers, you know, you start, it's just, it, it reaches a point where it's just junk. You're literally just buying your kids more junk to pile up in a stack or sh put on a shelf somewhere. And my kids were always appreciative of their toys and presents and always played with everything. But I have to be honest, you, you really... It just becomes redundant after a point. It's not as exciting as it used to be. And it's not even as exciting for them. You have those Christmases where you think you did well and the kids seem kind of down after it. They just didn't have that magic moment, that very, very special present that they really, really craved or wanted. They always gave us lists and we always met their lists. But maybe, maybe once they got it in person, they realized, well, I got everything on my list. Well, there was no excitement. You knew what you were going to get. So as my kids got older, I started to say, well, you know, basically you're giving me a list and you're getting what you want. And Santa gets you what you want. You know, when they're little, you do the whole Santa thing to get them excited and get them to just so they'll go to bed at night. <laughs> I think that's what Santa's all about. Just something, someone 
please help me get these kids to go to bed at night. <laughs> and you start to reason with them and you get them to realize, hey, instead of going spending this money on Christmas, why don't we put it down on a family trip to, say, Disney World? We did that one year. No presents. They got like a couple shirts, a couple pair of pants, and that was about it. And they were a little, you know, hesitant and a little nervous because Christmas was like usually lots of presents and they didn't get them. And I said, now just relax. We're going to go shopping before we go to Disney because Disney was the vaca Disney vacation in January off season was our Christmas gift. We only went for about five, six days. It was a little destination holiday, you know, a Christmas present for the whole gang. Uh, all five of us went, my, my two older sons and my daughter. But my sons really didn't get that many presents. They only got a few. Literally, maybe, I think we spent like $100 on each boy getting them some shirts and pants they needed. And I said, no, in January, I got some money coming in. And when I get the money in, I'm going to take everybody shopping. Get yourself some new shoes for the trip, whatever you need. And then we'll drive. We, we were driving that trip. We didn't fly. Because my daughter wanted to buy stuff. When she wants to buy stuff, I hate flying because it's, you know, you get all the junk and you're trying to bring it home in an airplane. I'd rather just fly down or drive down, which it's quite a drive, but it also gives you a chance to talk and spend time with each other as a family. And there is something about that long trip in a car with a family that really gets people to open up and, you know, talk and you get some stuff out in the open that maybe normally you couldn't talk about. So I'm going all over the place. But, okay, Christmas came and went. The boys were a little disappointed. They were uh, over 18, both of them, and they didn't get a lot of stuff. So they were a little sad. I said, well, don't worry. it's You're not getting shortchanged here. I took them to a sporting goods store, and I bought them new socks and shoes, really fancy tennis shoes, um, walking around shoes. And I said, get two pair. Get two pair. So you have them. And these boys were so thrilled. And I'm like, see, isn't this better? Then, silly presents on the tree. You got two pair of shoes that you really need. They fit. You picked them out. You got what you wanted. They're comfortable. They fit perfect because you went and got them. You got some shirts. You got a jacket. They got all this nice stuff, really quality, sporting good stuff. And the sales are incredible after the holidays. Like, I might have spent... And um, it's not a bragging thing, you know. Family costs money, right? I spent two or three hundred dollars getting everybody any kind of clothing, shoes, whatever they needed at the sporting goods store. I spent two or three hundred dollars, but I probably got like double that. But everything was on every single thing was on sale, so I saved a fortune. And then everybody's focused now. Christmas is over. Everybody's focused on the trip. Everybody got what they needed for the trip. And it took, literally, we drove to the store on the way to Florida, and everybody got what they needed on the way there. And everybody was happy. They had brand new clothes, brand new shoes to wear, and it really brings an element to the, and it took like an hour. Like, when usually you shop for people at Christmas, it takes hours, days to get everything right. I went to a sporting goods store. They were packed with, uh, um what do you call it, uh, merchandise, you know, after the holidays, they just stocked right back up. We're talking like early January. So Christmas is over. 
they just stocked up their store again and they had a huge sale and I made out like a bandit and my family was thrilled everybody was thrilled so you know you jump in the car you go on a five-day trip everybody had a great time and it was a really memorable trip and because we went off season around Christmas you know you want to keep those kind of trips close to the holidays so that they still have a relevance you know these destination trips because it was off season in January it was a lot reduced price for everything the room was cheaper the meal plan for Disney the ticket the tickets are the same price but we saved a lot of money and it was a really cool fun trip and everybody got to do something fun and have a memorable time and we planned this trip for Europe right around Christmas same thing my daughter's 17 she has literally everything she needs she really doesn't need clothes she doesn't need toys she's beyond toys now she's older and she likes to collect little my little pony things and hello kitty stuff well they have a hello kitty store right there in London so go there and buy what you want get what you want for Christmas my daughter was thrilled to death she had such a good time and you know what I tell everybody the same thing here's the secret mom and dads out there and I'm telling you to your face you save money you save half to three-quarters the money you would spend if you take your kid to the store and say get whatever you want turn them loose get whatever you want they buy all the stuff they want they're gathering it all up and they realize how much they're spending and it kind of gets them a little nervous like oh my gosh I'm spending too much this is too much it's too much well it's okay when mom and dad do it times three but when the kid does it if you raise them right they start to see oh my gosh I got like three hundred dollars worth of merchandise here on the on the table there's three or four bags of junk here now so I did buy some items for my friends too and she's like oh my gosh we spent three or three that's too much money too much money it really sinks in I'm telling you and then you instead of you going all over to every store buying everything you can think of to you know make Christmas magical to have a huge pile of presents on the tree when you put all this stuff together it's three small three not, not when I say small bags you know like not even grocery bag size but I think you all know what I mean three nice size gift bags full of stuff if you wrapped it all up put it on the tree it would be a small pile but your kid is thrilled to death your kid thinks oh my god I'm a millionaire I went in and I just blew that money I got whatever I wanted it really makes a difference instead of spending nine hundred a thousand on your kid you spend three or four hundred your kid has everything they wanted and they're happy you save money in the long term plus we did it together as a family we stood right there and said get whatever you want I even threw a couple things get that get that get that I don't know if I want to buy it it's $30 or I don't want to buy it it's too much money I didn't see it. we picked out things she missed we picked out things she was scared to get because it was too much money or she didn't think it was worth it so we did it as a family it becomes an experience a Christmas experience that you shared together 
And she's going to remember that. Or he he's going to remember that. You know, if you have a boy. They're going to remember that dad or mom went out and did that for them. That that was more important than some magical, you know, opening up presents and did you like it? Do you like it? Do you like it? Over and over again. Let them get what they want. And then they're happy. And believe me, she was thrilled. She had the time of her life. Get what you want. And it ends up being cheaper in the long run. Just a little secret. And the other thing about these destination Christmases, a lot of families, they can't do both. And I I do okay. I don't have a job. My wife has a good job. You know, we do okay. But you're not made out of money. You know what I'm saying? We all have budgets and limits. As your kids get older, combining a vacation or a destination like, hey, there's that indoor water park up in Cleveland where I live. We're going to go up there for three days. We're going to call it a, a, a birthday party for the kid. You can take a couple of friends. When it's all said and done, you still have cake. You still have ice cream. You still have a nice little dinner with the kids, a pizza party, whatever. And the kids have a memory. But when you're done, you can go back to the room and get some sleep and let them clean it up. <laughs> there is something to be said about that you know think about this dad doesn't think about this all the time but i'm going to help dads out here you take mama on a destination uh cruise or a destination vacation right three four day cruise for the holidays mom doesn't have to cook mom doesn't have to do dishes mom doesn't have to sweep and clean the floors she doesn't have to spend all day in the kitchen prepping all that food you go to the cruise the meals are included you got a nice room with a view of the ocean and you tell her you tell mom when i say mom you mean your wife your, your loved one the person you're in love with i wanted you to have a vacation with no work involved all i want you to do is look pretty and enjoy all the meals and not have to do any of the work cleaning up. And I'll tell you what, she will be happy. <laughs> well, my wife knew I was buffaloing her. She knew I was up to no good, so it didn't benefit me that much. But I still had my fun. <laughs> I know, it's combining a vacation with a holiday might sound like, oh, you know, you spent, like, you can get a cruise for three hundred dollars a piece sometimes so say you were going to spend 150 on maybe a birthday present or something but do it for a special one like your 20th anniversary or if your wife's turning 40 or something like that make it special so what you do is you yeah you spend 600 bucks maybe but all of the meals the room and everything's included in those cruises so you're basically done unless you're drinking alcohol or gambling or you want to do some uh you know, shopping and all that. And then they have like a gratuity thing at the end. It's not that bad. You got to look into it. It's not that expensive. You don't have to tip during the actual cruise either. So you don't have to worry about money. You don't even have to have your wallet on you. You go up, you eat at the buffet for lunch and breakfast. And then uh, they have a nice fancy dinner. You can skip the dinner and just go to the buffet that they serve. And uh, you can have room service. They bring that right to your room. I'm pretty sure that's all free, but they have a bar in your room like a little refrigerator and if you open that up and drink out of there you have to of course pay for the alcohol but they even have packages for that and it's really reasonable you know i i've been on cruises they're real comfortable they're not expensive 
I don't know what I prefer, but I'm, I do want to do more of the European uh, discovery thing. I want to go to Europe. I want to spend time in Wales. Maybe see Scotland. Maybe even go to Ireland one day. Well, the thing I, is, I just want, I want to be a good ambassador for my own country, too. And I want people to meet Americans and see that we really aren't that different. And that we, it's important to me that we all get to meet each other and we all get along. And I make the effort to meet people and spend time with strangers and make friends. I made so many friends on this trip and met so many of my friends in real life. And it was truly a blessing. And the, once again, it was a destination experience. It was a, it was a Christmas experience to sit and have dinner with Tom and Amy and then with Peggy and Bob. These are all friends of mine. I never met them in real, real life. And then just to, just to spend time at Stonehenge with my friends, um, Perception ASMR was there and Periwinkle Rose ASMR. And then I met all these wonderful people like Jim ASMR and Tippy Tappy ASMR and lo loads of friends and viewers in London. And then I met uh, my wonderful friend ASMR Zeitgeist. And we had so much fun just being together. I didn't film enough. I didn't take enough photos. All I did was make memories. And I kept looking at my daughter and I thought, I am in Europe with my daughter and she's talking to these people. She's meeting real people and getting to know them and they're getting to know her. And she's getting a real invaluable experience. The food is great. Taking pictures of the monuments is cool driving around in taxis and buses and trains is so interesting to an American and seeing these ancient monuments and these cool cities all over Europe and England is amazing but I would tell you for a fact that meeting friends making friends lifelong friends building relationships with people across the ocean and being able to experience that country through their eyes and how they interpret the world, which is not very different than us here, was priceless. Being with friends was honestly priceless, and I can't put a word on that. And you don't get that when you're sitting around opening up presents under the Christmas tree. Yeah, all that was great, and we did all that. As you get older and more mature and your children grow and they move out and everything, turn Christmas and the holidays and birthdays into an experience. Make it something that you will last a lifetime, will last a lifetime of memories. And I assure you, you will not be disappointed. I have never gone on vacation and not come away with the biggest smile on my face. And the most wonderful, wonderful new friends, experiences, and just tastes and flavors that you just can't get unless you take the chance and go out and see part of the world. So give it some thought. And I hope this was a fun little talk and conversation. I've, uh, yeah, I have to be honest too. I... I know very few people will probably be listening right now because it's always at the end. But I want you to know, 
Every single person I met was so supportive and so kind and generous with their time and everything that I really do feel blessed and I, I can't tell you enough what it's like to know that there are still more good than bad people in the world and I want to be a part of that and I want to be that person for those friends of mine as well. I want to take strangers and I want to make them into my friends. It's always better to have an ally than an enemy. And I do feel truly blessed. I <laughs> I don't like to say it because you never know. I could die tomorrow, knock on wood, but I would die a very full and happy life because I have met some of the most wonderful people in the world recently and I did it because I took a chance and turned Christmas into a family experience. You can do it on small terms too. You can just go get a cabin in uh, the mountains. And, uh, you know, that would be fun for people that don't get to see snow. You could go and get a cabin somewhere and let the kids play with snow. And that would be a great Christmas experience for someone who lives, say, in Florida or down south where they don't get that. So it doesn't, it's, it's not about the money and it's not about, you know, um, you know, like a high powered vacation. You can do little vacations that are just as much fun. I keep begging my family just to go on a small car ride up. You go to the Niagara Falls and then you go to Toronto, visit some friends, come back home. Wouldn't cost that much. Cheap little treat, tri cheap little car trip, but the memories are amazing. The photos would be amazing. And I'd love to do that, too. So those are the kind of trips you have to keep in mind. Mm -hmm. Sure. And like I said, when you're going on a trip like that, you end up saving money in the long run. Because you're not wasting it on, literally, junk that you really don't need in the first place. Well, I'm glad I helped. And I can't wait to talk to you next week. Okay, until I see you again, please have a most blessed day. Okay. Really nice to see you. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us for ASMR Tierra de Fuego. Remember to stay tuned for the next episode, coming soon. When you have a moment, please take the time to rate and review this podcast. If you are interested in additional ASMR content, you may view our library of videos at youtube.com slash The theme song Atlantis is by Jason Shaw of audionautics.com and is used by permission. Correspondence, including questions or requests, may be sent to tirardehuello at gmail.com On behalf of Dr. Andrew Michaels, thank you.